Throughout the ages, compassionate, enlightened masters have urged people to surrender to the greater universal power by seeking the divine within, from which all other goodness and happiness follow. Supreme Master Ching Hai often spoke of the teachings of past masters and answered the spiritual questions of fellow initiates during international gatherings or through tally and video conferences. At an international gathering, Supreme Master Ching Hai shared her insights with our association members regarding the true nature of animals. We now invite you to listen to Supreme Master Ching Hai's discussion titled All Animals Are Inherently Good. Supreme Master Ching Hai's lectures are not a complete meditation instruction. Please do not try alone. For free of charge guidance, please visit www.godsdirectcontact.org or contact any of our centers near you. Don't make trouble, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Have it here. Go and open it. Go up, 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 so far. Up, up. Okay, stay there. Oh. 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 Oh.
See them in person. <laughs> yeah, he likes, he loves them. Much more. <laughs> Come on, it's time to work now, okay? You go say hello to everybody now. Move it. Go say hello. Hello. Uh, you last time you did? <laughs> He's a little shy, but very good boy. Yeah. <laughs> very shy. Uh, he loves to be pet pet. You go there, you have plenty. Go there. <laughs> Stay, they love you. Stay. Yeah, let them love you a little. Very shy, very strange. 
<laughs> but not everybody. He must trust a little bit first. Now he know everybody already. If you okay, if he go outside, he hide behind me all the time. <laughs> he he don't he don't go near anybody. And anybody want to go near me, he run behind me. You know. That's why I call him Hamid. Hamid. Like a crab, you know. <laughs> you know the hermit crab? Yeah. always go inside the, the shell. Yeah. I'm not your shell, okay? <laughs> Just in case you think. Yeah? So everything okay at home? Yes. Mm. Oh, so many people, I don't know what language to speak. <laughs> I speak English, okay? Okay. Come here for Christmas? Yeah. Christmas is gone, right? <laughs> Yesterday, huh? Yes. Never mind. It's still Christmas, huh? Yes. yes. We always have Christmas. Every day. Yeah? Yes. So no problem, right? Yes. Yeah. We have Christ, yeah, inside. Yes. So every day is Christmas. Yeah, I have it, right? Every day for him is Christmas. <laughs> as long as I'm around, you know, pet him, he's okay. Yeah. Uh, any question at all, or you want to meditate with me? Meditate. Meditate, yeah. Okay, that's good. They are normally loving, but depends on the owner, you know? That's why they say, like owner, like dog, ne? Oh, my dogs, oh, all kind of things. <laughs> it's just that when they first came, everybody, too many uh, assistants, and they all don't talk the dog's language, yeah? They give them all confusing body languages, you understand? Like, oh, when they're doing something bad, when they don't listen, they come and say, oh, please, come, good dog, come, come. And of course the dog thinks, oh, the more bad, the more, <laughs> the more good dog, yeah? And give some time bribe, you know, bribing biscuits and all that stuff. I say, no, no, you can't do that. But sometimes I can catch them, sometimes I don't. And I'm so busy, I can't always watch the attendants, what they're doing. Although I told them the guidelines, but sometimes they don't do it. You see what I mean? A human have a big ego also, eh? Also don't understand why a master say this, say that. I don't always have time to explain. I sometimes don't want to explain, because I want you to listen, just listen. And then you find out good later on. It's better like that. Because if I told you, okay, look, if you do this, you're going to win lotto, then of course you will do it. <laughs> you know, then you don't have the real learning. Yeah, don't have the real experience. Like I have one attendant. She's very dear, very good. I can do anything if you ask. But don't listen, you see? So it's, it's very bad for her all the time. For example, I know what room is good. And I say, stay that room, it's good. 
then she would immediately move to the other room. You understand me? And the same thing happened again and again, not just one time. You see? And if I tell her stay over there, she thinks like I mistreat her. Why other people stay over there? It must be better room over there. <laughs> it's not like that. Well, I don't want to explain. You see what I mean? Sometimes I explain. Sometimes it's good not to explain. Because if a person follow me long time and do many works, they think they are big shot already. You see? Big work come with big ego. Yeah? So I'm trying hard to give her some reward. I disregard of the ego. I still give good rewards. I know which one is good for her. I say, go stay that room. Then no, no, why? Why me over there? Why? Ah, the other room look better. <laughs> Understand? So see things. I discriminate. Give her a bad room. And the other one, newcomer, good room. <laughs> no matter what room, Every room is good. No, no. That room look better. See, forgot. When you are doing some work, you forgot who you are truly. You just listen to your ego, that's the problem. You think, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm a big shot, you know? You forgot that you are a spiritual being. Anything we do here is a temporary. Yeah? You forgot that you come to learn with the Master. You're supposed to listen and see the outcome later. Are we supposed to just listen unconditionally? Huh? If a master tell you go sleep in toilet, you just go in the toilet. Right? Yeah? Yes. When the Buddha was alive, he has a son called Rahura. You know, right? He follows the Buddha to become a monk as well, as a very young age, tender age. And the king, you know, let him go even. The mother wasn't very happy, of course, but the king said, <laughs> must go, follow the Buddha, is the best. And the Hura sometimes don't have a room. Whenever Buddha has too many good disciples come, you know, elder disciple or something, then the Buddha tell Rahura, <laughs> go sleep in the toilet. The only place that he with the roof, empty, <laughs> you know. Then he have to go there. You understand? Son of the prince, grandson of the king, hmm? son of a Buddha, go sleep in a toilet. We read all these stories, but we don't want to remember. That is a problem of reading too many things and don't practice. Yeah? One hour of practice better than tons of theories. All the time, all the time, all the time. We all know this, but we don't do it. <laughs> that is a problem with human, huh? The dogs, you know. When I'm alone with them, then it's fine, you know. I know which one has what personality, and they'll be just fine. But the problem is sometimes we have different people come and go, and assistants, they don't listen, and they also don't know. First, they don't know. Second, they don't listen. The combination is never good. <laughs> Not only you don't know, but you don't listen, then you're in trouble. It's just people make problems. So you just see the theme. Huh? Mostly they train the owners. <laughs> and once the owner is okay, the dog is okay. 
Because animals like dogs are very sensitive. They feel what you feel. They become like you, yeah? They are influenced by your energy. So sometimes they can't be themselves, yeah? They can't be the good, innocent, and happy-go-lucky dog. That is the problem. Sometimes it's not your fault. Is the dog who has been raised by somebody else, yeah, who had problem before you adopted him. That would be a little bit more difficult. You understand me? To train. But it can be trained. I had ten dogs, all with different personality. My God. I thought, oh, dogs are always, you know, a wagging tail, happy, happy, follow. No, no. <laughs> it's not like that. <laughs> you know, a little lucky, the pigeon, yes. the curly hair? Yes. Oh, when he first came, you can never leave him alone. You must sit by his side 24 hours, I mean it. 24-7. If you just turn your back, he begin barking the whole neighborhood. And people will come and, you know, sue you for being cruelty to animals. <laughs> if they don't call police on you, you're lucky already, you know. And sometimes, because when the beginning, you know, we also didn't know what to do. I never had dogs before. We put him in a small house. They put him in there to see if he's still barking. He barks the whole day. As long as nobody around even, he keep barking, barking, and we're so worried that he will lose his voice. So we lose. <laughs> he won all the time. <laughs> and then if he's on my lap, that's it. Anybody go near is enemy. Anybody, anybody. Normally he loves Benny, he loves Happy. She's the only girl in that house at that time. And he's in love with her, he's always licking, hugging all the time. But if he's on my lap, Benny is enemy number one, Happy enemy number two, everybody else number enemies, yeah? <laughs> they just go nearby, only just walking nearby. Just like those dogs that you've seen, with all the teeth showing, you know? He looked completely different than the happy poodle that you have seen on the photo. He wasn't like that when he first came. And later he became better. Hamid, go nearby and kind of trying, can I come? Can I come to mommy? And then he tried to <laughs> bite Hamid. And you know he had only two teeth left. Because he tried to beat Hamid and he missed it. He looked at me. And he was, oh, beginning, he shake, he shake, he shake, like autumn leaves, you know, in the wind. And I felt so sorry for him that I could not even say anything. I said, okay, 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 okay. And he was so shaking me, he was so worried, you know. He knew he made a mistake and he shouldn't do it, he knew that. He was so scared, you know, and sorry that he shake so much. I've never seen him shake before and never after. It's only that one time. You know, I was going to scold him, but I can't because he was so dying already. How, how you scold a dog when he's like this, you know? <laughs> he look at me and he look down and he look at me and he look down. He look, and then he shake like uncontrollable, you know? I never seen him like that. Like he's going to have heart attack or something. I said, no, no, no. Okay, okay. Calm down. Calm down. I forgive you. Forgive you. Forgive you. I know a mistake. Okay, okay. And I have to <laughs> comfort him instead. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Can you believe it? And I have to tell him, okay, okay. I didn't want him to die there, you know, he was so scared. So you see his picture, huh? All perfect, huh? And like nothing in the world, no, no, he's not like that. <laughs> just like those dogs you saw there on the, on the film just now, 
wagging tail, smiling like that. That they introduce that she she has a smile on her face and a wagging tail, so people think he's friendly. But he come near, then he, he bites. You see what I mean? Yeah. But later on, he doesn't bite like that anymore. But he's still, you know, controlling the whole house. He thinks he's top dog. Yeah. <laughs> Benny is a top dog. But Benny, because likes him, so let him be, you know. He's a louder one, so <laughs> it's okay. They don't care so much, yeah, about who is the top. But Benny is always in control, yeah. He's the first dog, and he knows it. He's the only educated one. He's the only one that went to school. <laughs> we call him the academic one, huh? academic dog. Yeah? He's officially, you know, academic. He went to canine cadet. It's <laughs> canine school in America, you know, at that time. But he, he was good, he was good. So lucky is one like that. If you raise your dogs from kid, yeah, from puppy, then it's less problem. At least you know what problem he has. But if you adopt a dog, it's a different story. Eh? Yeah. And you have to know. Sometimes you don't even know how old he is. Sometimes you don't even know the color. <laughs> like I had an official certificate for, for Lucky. Eh? They wrote to me, Gray Poodle. He's not gray. But he was gray. Gray like this. You know, like this uh, floor. Gray floor. Eh? Like cement color. Dark cement color. And I thought he was gray until we brought him home and washed him. And then he's white. <laughs> so I went back there and said, hey, <laughs> rewrite the history. He's not gray. He's too dirty. You know, they put him in a newspaper and he rolled all over all day. And in pool and all that. They put him in small cages, you know. When people give them to adoption, they already don't care. He was gray, gray poodle. But he's a white pigeon. <laughs> Anyway, it's long story, so many dogs. You have to know how to raise a dog, yeah? You have to learn it, okay? Because dogs are packed animals, yeah? They're not like us, we can live separately alone. But mostly we can't, we like friends, we like neighbors, yeah? Even a group meditation, okay? So dogs are like that, but they need a leader. Because without a leader, they have to be a leader. Understand me? And the more you give in to them, the more they lead. And sometimes, because of situation and because of your anxiety, they become a wrong leader. Understand? Overprotective, overaggressive, overdemanding, overnuisance, all kind of things. So you have to know, yeah? you have to be a leader and lead him in a good direction. Then you have very good, happy-go-lucky dog. Okay. So you think having dogs is easy, huh? Yeah? You thought, huh? Many of you, huh? Any of you have dogs? Yeah. Only three? Yoko, huh? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Any dogs easy? No. No? No, no easy dogs? What kind of dog? I had two very big Ridgebacks, oh. Rhodesian Ridgebacks. Oh, but we got them when they were, we adopted them when they were three years old. Uh-huh. And they were just completely untrained. Yeah. They would jump on the table, you know, in the kitchen. They did anything that was around. Uh-huh. So we, it was difficult. Oh, okay. Just, but they were lovely dogs. We really loved them. Oh, I know, I know. Beautiful dogs. I know, I know. They just make you love them. <laughs> There's no, no choice. It's just that we have to be good training. When Lucky was just came also, any time I displease him, he will pull right there. <laughs> First he pee, 
and then we put a nappy around him, and then he pulls instead. He always saves something for emergency like that. He go out no matter how many times, how long, he still saves somehow, or he make magic, he can produce it. <laughs> you can empty his whole stomach, and when he come in the house, something not pleasing him, he can produce a poo, just to annoy you. Yeah. When he first came, I didn't know all that trick, you know. He sleep on my bed and all that. But uh, then other dogs come also and took his place, which he doesn't like. You know, his majesty like to be there and nobody should be there. He's like that. He's so fixed. He's so square, you know. If he stay there, that's there. If anybody else go there, even after he left, he'll make trouble. You know, and even when he wants love, for example, I saw him happy he was standing with the Benny where they were playing together. And he came. He wants a kiss. And happy just kind of busy with Benny and ignore him. And then he stamp his fist. He do this. He stamp his feet many times and he look at her. And then she has to kiss him immediately. <laughs> or else, <laughs> or else I will suffer. You know, he will pull and be all over the places. Yeah. Happy has to kiss and apologize profusely. And then His Majesty was happy, you know, I mean, feel a little bit appeased. And then he lay go and lay down, you know. Before she kissed him, she just keep standing there and stamping his feet. <laughs> Have you ever seen a dog stamping a feet? No. no, I haven't until that day, until I have lucky as a dog. Really, like a human, you know. And he looked at him. He looked like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they have their body language. You have no idea. I had no idea until then. I have many different dogs, so I know all kind of, of things, you know. Like Happy. She's a peacemaker, you know. There's a the newcomer called Lady. Huh? She's a mix kind of, you know, the, from Hungarian. And she's always growling, you know, very cranky and bossy. Huh? She controls the whole house, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the loud one she doesn't like. She likes to stay in the corner and meditate, sleep. If anybody loud, she, she always go after that guy, you know, and bite his ear or something, control. And Hadwi also no exception, you know. She, she's not friendly to anybody. Lady, huh? No friendly to anybody, but she, she loves Goody. It's the only exception. Mm. And she tolerates the other black dogs, yeah? And she leave Benny alone. But those big dogs, she always control them in any way she can. Huh? Sometimes bite uh, a little bit even. Huh? Okay, now happy is uh, always... Happy is not weak. Huh? She's, she's very tough. Huh? It's an American girl, you know, blonde. Yeah, <laughs> even. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm told that she was given to adoption because she bite the boyfriend of the owner who was abusing the girlfriend, understand, her owner. So she stood up defend her and beat the guy. That's why she has to be gone. Yeah, okay, that was just her past. And you see her so happy, happy, huh? She wants to defend somebody, you know? Like one time, Lady harassed Hamid, and she go bite Lady then. 
to stop. She didn't want to bite, but she wanted to pull the legs, you know, pull her out. But, you know, they have fangs. So if they're pulling your leg, there will be a hole. <laughs> and then lady don't speak to her ever again. After that, <laughs> fine, fine. Okay, but whenever lady nearby, she always come and jump and licking her, kissing her, you know, all the time. And lady always ignore her and gah, gah. But she come and throw her whole body on, on lady, you know, like, <laughs> like that. <laughs> she throw her whole body. Just, just a playful way, you know. She doesn't go and rub rub, she's so, like that. Like you're dancing uh, Latin, you know. Oh my God. You never saw what they're doing. The theater all day in my house. All kind of theater going on. And, and then lady, okay, leave her alone, you know, but. She always go make peace with that girl. There are two girls in the house only. And one is very strong, tough, dominant, you know, the, the wild one who has never no love. Always growling, you know. So I said to Happy, I said, I said before, nah, in the beginning, I said, you know, she's a little cranky because she never no love, you know that. And she said she knows. So try to give as much as you can. And she always does that. She gives so much love and so much friendship any time. And very specially, very attentively, very purposely to lady. Always, no matter how she reacts, she always come and <laughs> bang her body, <laughs> throw her sideways, you know, <laughs> like that. Playing, you know, and lick her ear, lick her face. And then she always told me when lady have some problem or something, she always go and smell that area. And then I say, what is it? And she would tell me. And then we have to take her to a doctor and all that. She takes good care of lady. And she's so peaceful and so loving, so friendly to her. I said that was so touching, you know. We human cannot do that for a long run, but she always does it, except only that time when she wants to rescue Hamid, because lady can be very aggressive when they first came together, you know, oh, she could bite Hamid into pieces. But she's friendly to human, huh? don't we worry. Yeah, you saw her, no? Mm. Just that's something wrong, something between them. She always go after Hamid, <laughs> And of course, I tell her, then she stopped, no? But sometimes my attendant cannot control her. She don't listen to them. And that is the only time that she beat lady. Pull her leg out, so say, stop it, stop it, just to rescue him. You understand me? So, dogs don't look the way they are. Eh? Happy looks very submissive and sweet, friendly, but she could die for someone. You see, because lady is stronger than her and very aggressive, but because of Hamid, she's not scared. And so she tried to defend. But they're okay now, of course. I try to separate them also. Only when I'm around alone, then I let them all in. I know how to handle them. <laughs> I keep telling my attendant what to do. They're also not, not very concentrate. You see, sometimes they want to, but they forget. Yeah? So anyway, so we give them separate rooms for peace, okay? And when I'm there, then they all can come in. It's okay. Then they'll be fine. So you can see, huh? A hermit also very defensive for, for other dogs, ne? He normally very shy. I told you the story. When he go out, he hide behind me. <laughs> he don't like people touch him. He don't, he don't charge people. No, 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 no. 
No. But at home, if some other dog get aggressive to some dog, beginning, you know, when they first came, and the attendant, I don't know what, then Hamid would defend for that dog. No matter how big the other dog is, how strong, how aggressive, he is not afraid. Happy is the same. Goody also the same. <laughs> when they first came in, Solo and Harley had issue with each other. <laughs> One small dog always jump on him and try to control him. And after a while, of course, he snapped. Nah? The big dog snapped. <laughs> and then Goody would come into defense for that small dog. Yeah. And then it's noisy, and then Hamid would come in in defense for Goody. <laughs> Understand? Yes. And then Lady would come in because she wants to control Hamid, as usual. And the Habi come in to help Hamid. <laughs> and Benny jump around telling everybody to stop it, they don't listen. <laughs> that was the beginning. Uh, very chaotic. And then later on, you know, <laughs> I treat everybody individually and train them, and they're okay now, together. But not when I'm not there, huh? Uh, a little risky, yeah? Maybe they're okay, but <laughs> I don't trust my attendants. I trust my dogs. <laughs> I don't trust the attendants. Sometimes they give the wrong body language. You understand me? Yeah. For example, it's a taboo. When a dog do something wrong and you beg him, you know, and go and pet him and like bribing him. No, no, that's it's not it. If he doesn't come, when you ask him to come with you and he come right away, then of course you say, good boy. Yeah? But if you stand in there, come here. My God, you please come now. Oh, please come in. Oh, please. And then I slowly come and then you say, good boy. Then I say, no, no. That's a no, no. You understand? Yes. Or when he bark loud and you tell him to stop and he doesn't stop. And then you beg him, you pet him, oh, please stop. And a good boy, that is a no, no. He only, only a good boy and give a treat when he do something good. You see what I mean? Give a wrong, wrong indication, huh? Also, if he does some bad things, and then later you tell him long afterward, then he, he, he come to you also, and you say, good boy, that also not. You understand? That's just one of those tricks is <laughs> to teach a dog. It's also, uh, it's a work, eh? You have to know there are books about it. You can, you can buy and learn how to train dogs. Eh? You have to buy good books. Eh? Yes. Of course, you treat him with respect, but you have to be a leader, no? Eh? Because with an emptiness of a leadership, he will have to jump in and be a leader because that is their nature. The nature is a pack, you see? One has to be a leader. If only two of you, then one of you have to be a leader. That's it. It's a pack already. Okay? A dog and a person, that's a pack. So one of you has to be a leader, be a good leader, yeah? If you're not leader, then he's a, he's a leader. And he gets used to it, and then he do any kind of things, nobody control him. And then he become like a wild dog. You understand me? And that is no good for you, but also no good for him. Because if he does bad thing or he bites people, then your dog will be shot, be dead. Also, you see what I mean? So to protect him, you have to train him well, to listen to you. So emergency, you tell him stop, he stop. Yeah? You be the, the controller, the leader. Not like you want to control freak or anything. Just that you have to protect yourself, protect others, and protect your dog. Yeah? 
Because any dogs who bite people or who injure people, you know, sometimes heavily, it has to be put down, yeah? No matter whose dog, eh? You understand that? It's a law, eh? Most dogs can kill people. But they just don't because they're good. See what I mean? That's why people, they mistreat dogs, they mistreat the big animals like elephant horses. They don't know a thing about the animals. They don't know they can kill us instantly. Understand? Especially the bigger one. They can trump you just like an ant. One second, you're finished. You know? But they bring them into the circus and into the zoo and chain them there and starve them to to train them into submission and it's just really terrible. You know? Animals truly don't belong to the zoo, don't belong in circus. They should live the wildlife the way they want. And if we want to keep them then they have to have a good condition, eh? good place for them to roam around, you know, like in the wild and be good animals, you know, be the way they want. But including our love and care with it but not to chain them, to bind them, to inject them with, with uh, medicine in order to control him and all. This is really very bad. Not to talk about people who kill animals who eat, that is already too, too much to talk about, too much for us. But the people who torture the animals as well, you know, this is terrible. Um, so many things I cannot talk at all. It's, it just saddens me whenever I talk about it. Okay. So if you have dog, if you want to have dogs, a cat or anything, you have to know a little bit in advance, okay? Now if you don't know, then you have to ask somebody who knows. Help you like this guy, for example, yeah? See? <laughs> Turn the caretaker around. Yeah? Because they, they teach him the wrong way, you see? They don't lead them, they let them lead. Okay, because the animal they normally live in the wild. Huh? Even dogs also have wild traits. You see, they normally do what they want in the jungle. Why do they care about traffic or anybody human who stand in their way? You see, so they they have to be activated, the reasoning faculty of their brain. But for that, you have to change yourself. You have to be good leader. You have to be balanced. Then he will be balanced. Just a good dog, hmm? simple animal. Simple dog, simple companion. Yeah? Okay? No complication. Yes. Okay. That was about dog. Yeah? Okay? Good. Birds also. They also have jealousy. Yeah? Sometimes the dog suddenly go haywire or do behave badly because some, some people come to your house. Bad energy that he doesn't like. He cannot bear. You know? Or jealous, you know, new babies or new people or new friend, new boyfriend. You have to have to know all in advance. Yeah? Okay? And do it gently and slowly. Candy cakes, usual. Take. Exercise. I'll see you later. Ah, 
Okay, what are you doing now? You can't jump, professor. Some work in home and work to master. Oh, that's it? Flyer. What? No, 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 trabajo. No, official. Very student. No, official. Uh, college. college? High school or college? Uh, high school. High school, uh, uh. Is a uh, older one year? One year. Ah, okay. Anything? No more. No, no more. <laughs> no more karma. <laughs> but beautiful karma. <laughs> yeah, lovely karma. Okay, no. <laughs> yeah. Lola Ilalo. And Costa Rica. Yes. Hay un televisión programa. Llama Lola y Lalo. Dos párrafos. Hay mucho. Mucho Lola, mucha Lalo. A la casa. Toro la chone. Shut up! Mama! Para vos, son muy, muy activos. Muy joven. Mucho energía. Hay vitamina, natcha, almond, cacahuete, mucho comida. Mucho energía. Okay, eat, eat, eat. Eat something, yeah? Anything. Pick what you like, yeah. Did you eat already, yeah? Okay. I just want to tell you something. Yesterday we talked about dogs, huh? Yeah? And uh, remember I told you uh, about the dogs who had problem, yeah, before you came, yeah. The reason, the reason because sometimes the dogs are uh, bought or given or something with the family, and then and then they train them to do hunting, you know, or to do a nasty guard dog, something like that, yeah, or or don't don't teach them well, yeah, so they are not having a good behavior the way you want because they've been trained to to be not too good, yeah, to be bad or to be nasty, something. So after they don't want them anymore, they give them to the shelter. And when you went there to adopt them, they just, you know, like that. But all of them will be good dog again if you retrain them after a while. Yeah, and they'll become very, very good dog and they'll be very grateful. All dogs are good dogs. Ah... Uh, I saw a film, some people who train dogs to fight with each other, you know, dog fighting and betting money. Oh, terrible, terrible. They don't want to, but they have been trained to bite each other, you know, until bloody and one of them die or both of them die and then they throw them away. And then one of them also trained to obey the, the commander of whoever, take care of him, and then... That caretaker told him to bite one person, you know, and he bite him and he die. 
And then later on, even though he's a good dog and adopted by one of the police, female police, and she liked him very much, but because he had bitten one person to death, he has to die too, had to be put to death. Oh, it really broke my heart. Because after he has been with the police female officer, he has been a very happy dog and just a very good dog, you know. He doesn't harm anybody and I mean, very good dog. And she loves him and she wanted to keep him, but she can't. Because the law, you know, if the dog kills a person, he has to die in that area. Oh, that was really heartbroken. It wasn't his fault. It wasn't the dog's fault. He was trained to do it, yeah? And sometimes you adopt a dog or some cat or something. They have been trained to be not so favorable. So please, don't, don't throw him out. Don't throw her out. Retrain them. Or ask someone who is more expertized in this field to train difficult dog. And then after a while, it'll be okay. They'll be very grateful to you. And they'll be very, very good dog. Lawyer, faithful, and loving. And you never know what they bring to you. You know, happiness, luck, and a lot of pleasure. All my dogs, you know, are good dogs, you see? Don't have to worry about disease or anything. They're vegetarian. They have vitamins and they have, you know, all kind of things that make the hair grow, you know, and eyes sparkling and the tongue clean and the drool smell nice and <laughs> like perfume. It's truly, whenever my dog stay in, in any room, and after they left for many months, even a year, when you come back to that room, it still smells so nice. Smell their smell, you know, their saliva or whatever this is there. I can smell my dogs for miles, you know. <laughs> they smell so nice, so nice. You know how some dogs do not smell nice? Yes. Yeah, but they smell very nice, these dogs. Some of the dogs, they have special coat to train, you know. Yes. Like when you saw the TV yesterday, yeah, we saw it together. I also saw it for the first time. Yeah, I thought it would be fun to see it with you. There are more episodes than, than just the two or three we have seen. And after, you remember the dogs? Um, uh, the dog who doesn't respond to anything except chicken? Yes. Yeah, okay. Right. Every dog or bird that have some special coat, try to find out which one, if you have telepathy. If not, ask somebody who has telepathy. Like Solo, he sometimes snap, you know? Because he has been in the wild and he has not known love and has been treated very badly, chained all the time until he's cut in his neck here. Now you can still see a big uh, surgery ring around his neck, you know, very deep. <laughs> then the hair won't grow on it, so you still can see the scar all the time. Uh, Zolo, if sometimes other dogs, you know, harassed him, he's so big, but he's such a, a victim of all of them when he first came. You know, he's so big and he's so intimidating, so everybody gang together <laughs> and teach him lessons <laughs> many times. And sometimes he snaps, you know, because he gets fed up, you know. So I said, no, no, Zolo, you're big. No, no, you don't do that. You just let it, okay? Uh, we're all family. And as soon as I pronounce the word family, he, you know, wag his tail and then become very, very, very sweet and run away from them and 
you know, just let it be. He stopped being agitated or being, you know, uh, angry or anything. He just stopped. Stopped immediately like that. <laughs> yeah. And even the swan, the wild swan, you know, if I say, I just wanted to help, then however angry he is, he just stopped right away. Yeah. And he went away and left me in peace. Yes. So um, they all have their code, eh? secret code. Eh? I told you one of my birds, you know, the the two green ones, the two of them, they, they left wild, actually. They have never been tamed. But I can tame them if I use the coat, you know, for the female, I say, ah, smart bird, yes, and she responds to that. She likes that. And the male, that was a female, I said, right? Oh, that's female, yes. And for the male, I said, Beautiful bird, that he likes that. <laughs> Imagine, it's supposed to be the opposite, but that is the way it was. <laughs> Female, smart bird, he likes that. And male, beautiful bird, he likes that. <laughs> because he's beautiful. He's more beautiful than the female. He has more color, you know. He's always showing off, you know. Whenever I come in, he always singing a lot, a lot, a lot, you know, and jumping around, you know showing off his big hat, you know, standing up the hat like, like a crown, and feather puff up, and tail wagging, and, you know, wing flapping, all kind of stuff. And he's, he's a show off. He's a show off. He likes to be called beautiful. And he loves that. Okay. <laughs> I wish that people do understand how to treat the animals, and how to make them respond also. It was uh, not that uh, difficult. If you have love, they will respond, and you can you can be easily tuned in with them. In the book, I cannot say everything. Eh? Originally, I don't dare to write all the telepathic communication between me and Goody even, or to other dogs even, because I'm worried people might not believe it and thinking something else. So I don't write much about it in there. I just write like a dogs, you know. <laughs> normal dogs, but they are very, very special beings, very intelligent, very highly spiritual, yes. Goody was very telepathic, you know, yeah. when he first came. Uh, I wanted to talk to him. He don't talk much, this guy, you know. He's very quiet. <laughs> if he wants something, he come to you and push you on the ground until you kiss him, hug him. <laughs> if you don't give him kiss and hug, and he just hang around or push you around, you know, or push you on the ground and then kiss you, you know. <laughs> if he wants it, he get it. He don't talk too much. He don't ask. <laughs> he don't ask, can I come kiss you now? You know, he come and just get it, you know. And so when I first came, I just want to talk to him because whatever he feels, he transmitted to me. Like when I, when we first came, I trained him. I put the collar, you know, around his neck to make him heal with me. Going, you know, walking, they call it hill in English. And then, and then he feel choked, you know. So I felt it immediately. Yeah. So I say, well, I want to talk to you. If you feel something wrong, you better tell me. You don't give me the feeling. <laughs> it's not pleasant to feel choked like that. I said to him, can we talk a little bit? He don't say nothing. And I asked again, I say, what do you want to know? You know. He was only a puppy. He was not even one year old. He was only a few months old at that time. When you, you bring the dogs home when he was young, you have to train him when he was young already. Yeah, it's better. But he talked like an old man. 
you know, the, the, the voice is like, so what do you want to know? You know, <laughs> not very educated. <laughs> oh, but actually, you can't blame him. Benny is the only one that is uh, academically, you know, qualified. <laughs> he has gone to school, you know. But afterward, I teach them all myself. I, I think we can just communicate. There's no need to bring them to school or anything. You know, to be with other dogs and. I don't know, it's not too clean. Yeah, sometimes, you know, they don't give them vegetarian food all the time, who knows, you know? So I just teach them at home by myself and they're all okay. Yeah, they're all fine. But because when I first have the first dog, it's Benny, you know? And I'm worried sick, you know, <laughs> and that I don't know how to handle him. I thought that the experts know better. So I send them to school just for his sake, you know? It's also to learn, but later I learn I can do better. At least the same, yeah? And saving them having to go through the anxiety of separation, yeah? And go training and eating and whatever and go into their garden with many other dogs have been. And it's not as clean as uh, the way I like it at home. Yeah. So we get on well and after a while I thought even if my dog cannot roll over, drop dead, so what, you know? <laughs> I love them just the same. They don't have to be a movie star for me. They just be my dog. Yeah. Working tail that's enough for me. <laughs> yeah. But in the school they would teach them all kind of thing, you know? Like sit and stay and all that. That they do it also without training even. After a while they listen, they know it. Benny teach the rest, you know. <laughs> Benny went to school and became teacher. Yeah. <laughs> ah, it's okay, he helps me a lot, so it's fine. Uh, what I mean is in the school, sometimes they, they send them to school to teach them all kind of trick, you know. Walking on two legs, uh, roll over, uh, playing cowboy. I mean, when you say boom, boom, then he dropped that. <laughs> he dropped that. <laughs> Just uh, acting, you know. And most people, they like to, to show off like that, yeah. Yeah, but you can teach them also like that at home yourself if you have patience, yeah. Anyway, so after a while I think, I don't care if my dog don't drop dead or, <laughs> or why should my dog drop dead, you know. <laughs> That's not a nice thing for them to, to play, right? So I don't care about all that things, yeah. But they can do anything. They do many other natural tricks, yeah. Don't ever give up, give up your dogs or your animals, your cat. Train them, yeah? Be patient and love them and they will respond. They will turn around 360 degrees. Yeah, just don't give them up, okay? Don't give them away because sometimes they get killed immediately if the shelter is too crowded. Or they give them to a laboratory, you know, and, and subject your pet to untold suffering, vivisection, whatever, you name it. It's horrible. I'm thinking we human, some of us are the most cruel the cruelest being, the cruelest, the most unloving being on the planet. You know what I mean? Like, okay, tiger, lion, if they're hungry, they go get something to eat. They kill them quick and they eat, you know? You die quick. But we humans, sometimes we torture the animals, you know? And they die slowly, you know, by chemicals, by medicine experience, by vivisection, all kind of very, very gruesome, you know, that that if you inflict it upon yourself, you would never wish that you be born on this planet. You understand? If it were you, you wish you had never been born on this planet. It's horrible. It's, it's terrible. It's like hell for them, you know? And animals are spiritual beings and sensitive beings. 
I could cry all day, all night. If I think of the suffering of humans and animals on this planet, I had to switch it off, otherwise I can't sleep, I can't eat, I can't function. It's just, it's just too much for me. Whenever I think it, I have to switch it off quick before I, before I break down, you know? They are very, very sensitive and understand everything, you know, like even my bird, the mirror bow, yeah? Because he's in love with the, the blue one, the Laguna, yes. But she's in love with the other guy, you know, rainbow. <laughs> Same size, yes. And I told him already and he knows that. But now and again he still try, you know. And sometimes he, he gets cranky, you know, <laughs> because she doesn't respond. And so they kind of fight a little bit. So I say, hey, Mirabeau, that is not a gentleman. That is not a gentleman. You have, to, you have to apologize and make peace. And you know what happened? That's not in the book. This is not in the book because I don't have a photo to prove it. It was too quick. I didn't have a photo camera with me. I was with them playing, didn't have a photo camera. What happened after I say you have to apologize and make peace with her? What happened? Yes. <laughs> No, 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 she won't let him kiss. And if even she let, Rainbow will come. Anyway, so Mirabeau come down immediately, climb up to the olive tree nearby, take a, a twig of olive tree, bring it to Laguna. And waking tail, of course, you know, playing cute. So they're both okay. He really climbed up the tree, got an olive twig about this size, about the size of my uh, forearm, and offer it to Laguna, right in her face. Yes. <laughs> I was so touched. How does he know olive tree means peace on our planet? Nobody taught him. I never taught him. Uh, not many of you even know olive tree means peace even, you know? It's just a tradition before, right? Yes. Like when you hear something on the newspapers or television, say, oh, uh, so-and-so offer an olive branch to so-and-so. That means they're shaking hands with each other and they are making peace with each other. They yeah? become friends. That's what it means. And he really, literally, climb up a tree, an olive tree uh, nearby, break a piece of olive branch and brought it to, uh, to Laguna and they're both saying something. You know, looking into each other's eyes. and Oh, I was so loving. I wish I had my camera with me. I was so stunned that I, I did not I did not react, you know. I could have run and get the camera, but I was too, too, too stunned and too, too touched. And I just stand there and look and I say, good job. <laughs> good boy. That's it. Yeah. I tell you all this from my experience because... The animals are truly very sensitive and loving beings, and they understood everything you told them. We are the only one that don't understand, <laughs> yeah? Even physical language, yeah? We speak English, German, whatever, they understand. But they speak their language, we say, huh? What? You know? All we can do is just quack, 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 that's it, maybe. <laughs> A few quack. <laughs> uh, for example, I travel, you know, uh, sometimes, and I cannot bring all of my dogs with me, huh? And uh, if I'm not there, they're sad. Sometimes they don't eat very well, and they lose their hair and all that. 
so I cannot stay too long sometimes, you see, without them. And Benny would cry in the night. My attendant told me, yeah, because I wasn't there. When I come back, they say, oh, Benny cry every night when you're not there. So my attendant told me that. Okay. And Goody cries when he's here with me and no other dogs with me. He cries too. He cries, and I had to sit with him all night sometimes. Uh, first few nights, you know, when he's away from all the dogs, he cries. He cries heartbrokenly and almost couldn't breathe because of the choking sound, choking emotion. I had to sit with him and talk to him, sing to him, and say, oh, we will see them soon, don't worry, just special situation. Please don't worry. I, we will see them soon, surely, surely. I have to massage him, you know, sing to him, and do his favorite massage, you know, behind the ears and the, and the leg. He doesn't like leg massage too much. He worry you pull his leg or something. But if you massage other part of the body, the back or something, the ears and the neck here, he like, yeah, and the spine, he likes. <laughs> and then after a while, he come down, yeah. So they are very, very sensitive, you know, sensitive. I can't take them all with me all the time. You know, situation and spaces, yeah, sometimes hotel, they don't take dogs. <sighs> You see, I'm telling you, even I'm telling you, to have so many dogs, so many birds, for me, it should be a full-time job already. I shouldn't have to work for you, with you, or anybody, whatever, or teleconference, whatever. I'm excused, actually, enough, you know, like a full-time job. That should busy me enough already. So it's very difficult to do all this job and balance my life, you know, very difficult. So sometimes some of you are so naive, you know, like something happened and you like something and say, Oh, Master, in two days, uh, so-and-so journalists want to have a teleconference with you. Wow. Even miracles takes longer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a joking, huh? To have teleconference needs a lot of stuff, yes? A lot of equipment, a lot of expertise. I can't have it in my pocket. I can't carry it around, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's already difficult for me to carry myself around safely in this world. You know, it's not that easy, huh? And uh, most of you just stay outside and earn money, huh? You know everything, you can do it, but you don't come. And I have to stick with those <laughs> who learn on the job, you know? And then sometimes I go to different country, then they don't have visa to stay, etc., etc. Do you understand me? Yes. And in your own country, you don't have people for me. You don't train enough people, or you don't feel interested enough to train yourself. So it's not like I don't want to do everything. I can't just do everything, yeah? Normally for a woman my age, yeah? To have dogs and birds, like children and family, take care, that's enough for me already. I should be excused, ne? not to work anymore. Yeah, I can retire already, actually. Pensionista, no. <laughs> Pensionista. <laughs> you know, every day making tea, coffee, reading old newspaper. Uh-huh, uh-huh, good job, good job. <laughs> you know, and watch some funny television, no. Oh, go to the seaside, yeah? Swim a little bit, come back, yeah? 
drink coffee again, eat some cake, get fat. Yeah? <laughs> that should be, you know, simple life. And read books to sleep, watch TV, something, yeah? Yeah. I can't even watch TV. And if I do, it's just for the news, you know? So that I can sometimes help. Supreme Master Television, there's some there's special news that they don't know. Something like that. It's always working. <laughs> and uh, my my dogs and my birds, they suffer, you know, because sometimes I be away from them too long, yeah? Too long for them, even a few days long enough. They have separation anxiety, you understand me? Yeah. And sometimes I'm so scared to even say goodbye. <laughs> I just kind of escape, you know, go quick before before I can't go. Yes, because if I'm with them, I don't want to go. They just... Run around you, make you feel so loved, so welcome, so wanted, you know, that no human could offer you that, that kind of feeling, because they're so pure. When they love you, they really love you. They don't calculate whether you give them anything or what will come out of their love, you know, if they have reward or not. Uh, so animals are truly a treasure for humans. Yes, really precious uh, gift that God has bestowed upon us so that we can feel a little bit happier in this lifetime. If we don't have any human's love or human's companion, you know, animals can fulfill your emptiness. <laughs> they make you feel so loved. Of course you need your human companion, huh? And then dogs make you feel, you know, very welcome. Hmm? That's why many people, when they're older, the children are gone, you know, and have their own family and seldom visit because they work far away. And they always have dogs, you know, or cat, or birds, or some kind of other animal's companion, huh? Pig, yeah, turkey, chicken, you know, rabbits, yeah, all kind of thing. They can be very affectionate, even rabbit and chicken, I know that, because I had them before. Yes. And sometimes people say cats are indifferent, but they're not. Oh, they're very affectionate. They roll over and let me scratch just like dog. Yeah, scratch the tum-tum, you know, <laughs> just like dogs. It depends on how close your relationship with them. Okay, so that is that. Today I went to the office and saw so many uh, veggie wine, so I brought them all out for you to enjoy. Did everybody have? Yes. A little bit at least, yeah? Yes. Enough or not? Enough. Just the one bottle. One bottle left? Wow, good. Anybody who did not have? All had, right? Yeah. Good, good. Okay. I'll finish the food. And uh, the one that wrapped, if you cannot eat now, you put in your pocket. The one already open without wrap, you eat first. Huh? Understand? Yeah? Yes. Okay. And the one wrapped, you can put some in your pocket. Yeah, okay? okay. And later eat or... I prepare them myself too. Good job, good job. <laughs> Muy bien. <laughs> okay, good. Then uh, finish your food, go back inside and meditate, okay? I'm not really afraid because where else can you go? Even if you go to bed, you die also, right? Even you're in your home, yeah? Most people die in their bedroom, right? Yes. And they call that lucky, yeah? <laughs> lucky death, you know. Peaceful death, you know. <laughs> Peaceful or not, it's death, it's the same. Uh, anyway, I'm not really afraid of that. It, Hammond was not let to die, yeah? Yes. When it's not time yet, then uh, no matter what you try, yeah? <laughs> it won't work. <laughs> <laughs>
There was a guy who tried to die, you know. I remember he bought a gun and then the gun jammed. Don't work. Yeah. And he bought a knife and he tried it and then something knocked it out of his hand. You know, something dropped on his hand and knocked it away. And then he tried uh, to hang himself and the rope broke. <laughs> Understand? Yeah. yeah. And then he tried to lay on, on top of the, the railway, train, railway. And the train that day somehow did not come. <laughs> yeah, that was one of one of our disciple, one of our uh, association member before the old man, uh, the Taiwanese. He told her things about he tried to die in different way. He didn't die at all. <laughs> he couldn't. Uh, he was also stupid because he heard the voice inside that you have to go to the sea to find the sea. So he thought he has to go and die in the sea. Uh. <laughs> Until he knows that there is a person named C. <laughs> and she is a C. <laughs> and then he said, ah, yeah, no wonder I couldn't die <laughs> in the sea. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, so something like that. And there's a joke on Supreme Master TV. I told it, but I just read it today. <laughs> uh, again, you know, it goes like this. There's a man very tall, you know, six foot tall. Okay, just say two, two meter tall, eh? long. He said to the bed seller, he said, oh, this bed is too short. Uh, I don't want to bang my head on the bed head and uh, bang my feet on the bed foot uh, every night. So the saleswoman say, oh, don't worry, sir. If you don't want to bang your head, and your foot on the bed, then please just don't do it. <laughs> Very clever. Simple, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I always do that to my assistant. Some, no, not all of them. But there was one who was very funny. We always say this kind of thing, like, if you want to drink some tea, then come drink. If you don't want to drink, then... He said, then don't drink. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> Between us, we joke like that all the time, yes. All right, today we just drink something to celebrate that you and I both still here. <laughs> huh? It's also uh, some cause, no? Yes. Actually, I didn't think like that, but it's a good excuse, no? <laughs> yes. Okay, now you go inside and meditate, okay, yeah? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 